Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Daryl Amy here with your co-host Larry Levine. And today we've got some extremely practical ideas to share with you. How's it going today, Larry? It's going well. Oh, oh it's always great talking to my buddy Daryl Amy. Absolutely. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're really uh, excited about the the growing audience and and really it's it's a, a community that's developing of sales reps that are committed to being the best, an elite group of sales reps that are authentic, genuine, real, that are bringing the goods and seeing amazing results using the latest strategies, techniques to to, uh, to grow their business. And so uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited, by the way, about some of our guests that are coming up in the, uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, you're going to love some of the people we have uh, coming on the podcast. So we kind of keep some of that under the hat right now, but stay tuned. We've got some amazing guests that are going to be coming on Selling from the Heart, and you're absolutely going to love it. But today, we want to build on what we were talking about last week, and this this whole thing is around the art of conversation, and, and really what we might call it, Larry, is the lost art of driving conversation. Yeah, and it's and, and it keeps going back to society's changing, the business world's changing. Let's just face it technology has fostered other avenues as far as how we open up conversation and quite frankly to you know and i'm an old school guy as well you might be mid old school guy <laughs> got a little bit of years on you but you know conversations do drive face to face conversations do drive on the phone and conversations do drive on email but now it's how do we drive conversation online with the advent of social and how do we marry this all together and that's what that's what's driving a lot of confusion because sales reps are going, what do I do, right? Yes. But I mean, that's face the fact. Sales reps stink at prospecting because they forgot to block and tackle. Well, so, and blocking and tackling looks different today than it did uh, 15 years ago, right? The game's changed. Right. We were a West Coast offense now. Well, and, and that's true. And, and you know, my last series of blog posts, I've, I really tied a sports theme into this thing. But this is what I want to share with, with sales teams that are out there, regardless of what industry, what vertical is, is right. Sales books have to adapt. Sales reps have to, sales books have to evolve. Yes. A sale, you know, if you look at a football team or you look at a baseball team or you look at anyone who's got a playbook. Yes. Walk, the, walk into the film room of a football team right and you're going to probably see a book the size of war and peace well now it's probably on microsoft surface tablets right but still the, the point is it's more than a couple pages the issue is you walk into you walk into a sales department today and ask to see the sales playbook and they got to blow dust off of it because it hasn't been updated in 10 years <laughs> it's still on uh like the uh remember the old overhead projectors it's still on the slides right no dude they're in three ring binders tab well you know there and and i think the point of this is there's there's nothing wrong with the old school sales strategies but we communicate differently today and and if you think about it, and today we want to get really practical down into the playbook side of things. And in a moment, Larry, I know you've got a great story to, to tell to, to, to get this kicked off. But if you think about the way we 
we communicate today. Let's just step outside of the business world. You know, let's look at at interpersonal communication. It's done by text message. It's done on social platforms. And we're not just talking about my 12 year old that, you know, right now on summer vacation is, you know, binging on on Instagram. We're talking about, um, you know, adult decision maker level people that are on social networks personally like Facebook and professionally like LinkedIn. We're talking about, um, you know, in today's world, if you want to date, you know, how do you do that? Well, you get on a social network, you get on, um, you know, uh, match.com or you get on uh, a social network to, to date. And this is the new way of communicating. And I think we've got to wake up to the reality that as sales reps, yes, the phone, yes, field prospecting, but if we're gonna drive conversation, it's gonna have to be involved and maybe predominantly involve, or at least initially involve, uh, engaging through social channels. Well, and oh man, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, over the last couple of minutes, what you were just saying, and it's almost like the pot's calling the, what's that pot calling the kettle? <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So, so let's just think about it. I don't care if you're a sales rep, sales manager, sales leader, business executive. I can flat guarantee at some point during the day you're communicating on a social channel. Yes. Hands down. Yes. So then if we flip it, why are sales managers, sales leaders, and business executives frown like crazy when sales reps use social channels? In the workday, see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So it, 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 there's a big disconnect, and it's driving me up a wall. <laughs> they use it in their personal lives, but they won't help and coach their sales reps to use it to allow them to do their job better. Well, so and it's uh, we're circling back the theme of of uh, uh, last week and today's podcast is is driving conversation, driving authentic conversation, and. And the reality is, um, you know, there's a lot of sales reps out there who've given up on social because I think they've malpractice. They've used it the wrong way to drive conversation and they're burned out on it. And, man, we see it out there. People people driving, trying to drive conversation around. Uh, well, you got a great example from today. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love we. You know, I grew up in the channel, right? So I grew up in the copier channel. I'm just throwing that one out there for all the listeners. So now that I've stepped out. <laughs> hardcore, you know, old school, I, 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 on I the street. Hardcore. I was hardcore. Let's go. In fact, yesterday I was talking to somebody on Skype and I was sharing, you know, and I'm 52 and he's 56. So he actually started in the copier industry, you know, years before I did. So we're sharing old war stories, right? Yeah. I had, had the crappiest territory and I'm walking around with, with a briefcase, right? Who walked around with a briefcase, right? <laughs> so I'm walking around with a briefcase stuffed with a bunch of brochures, paper clipped with a business card. Nice. And I had to walk into businesses to start a conversation around a brochure and a business card. Right. But that was the time and that's what I was coached to. Right? It was so different back then. It was different so, back then. So you got reps trying to do the same thing digitally now, right? Business well, card, paper clip to a brochure on social media. Yes, and this, this is what drives me crazy. So now I love taking a stab at the industry I grew up in. Why? A, because I know it real well. I have a passion for it, and, and I, and I want to help this. You know, I want to help people at least modernize some of their things. So I always take a stab at why copier reps really post pictures of copiers online. <laughs> that, you know that I rant on it about every three weeks. So yeah. this morning, 
So the guys, this is the art of driving a conversation. But we got to think about it is these conversations that you drive online, those are opportunities for you to reel that conversation into a phone conversation, which then could be a face-to-face conversation if it's in your respective marketplace. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to you, Daryl. But <laughs> you could probably see it in your newsfeed at some point later. But I go, I'm just curious. A question for all those IT managers and finance executives out there: How many of you can't wait to get to work to strike up a conversation around copiers? Why do I see so many copiers in my newsfeed with like 20 question marks? Right. Okay. This, of course, the only conversation that's driven right now is from copier sales, which leads me to believe is guilty by association, right? (laughs) Because all these people that have commented on it, I'm not going to name names, have all posted pictures of copiers. Right. Because (laughs) these one guy in the newsfeed at least was honest. Right. That's what my manager told me to do, right? But this is what drives me crazy. You're never gonna get that target market engaged in anything when you post pictures as stupid as copiers and newsfeed. What C-level executive, Daryl, is gonna say, I can't wait to talk to Daryl because I was on my LinkedIn profile and I saw a picture of a nice shiny copier. Ooh, wait, I'm gonna pick up my phone. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. No, and, and, and it really doesn't matter what you sell. Uh, no, you know, I just use this as an example. It's a great example, and I, you know, I actually, uh, it was funny because uh, it was about six weeks ago. I threw, I, I woke up one morning, pick up my phone, jump on LinkedIn, like uh, you know we all do, and and uh, you know there is someone doing that, and literally have pictures of products and a price and a, you know on a product, and and I so I, I screenshotted it and kind of blacked out the person's name, not to make them too upset, and I I said example of the fastest way to get unfollowed on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, I had over, I had hundreds of people commenting on this, 8,000 plus views, uh, and, and it really struck a nerve. And I think the reason it struck a nerve, Larry, and, and, and I think to what you're saying about sales managers are telling reps, okay, we'll put stuff out there on LinkedIn. Sales reps don't really know what to do, so we kind of gravitate back to the uh, late 1980s when we walked out with our briefcase and we just do the same thing digitally and start throwing brochures. And but we started, And we started doing drops and we just dropped yeah. out in hopes that somebody would call. Now what's happening is a wing and a prayer. People are throwing crap online going, okay, now what? Okay, but you know, so here's what started happening in the the late 80s and in early 90s that we can take a clue from and I got I actually have this sitting on my desk I good old I got Neil Rackham's book you know spin selling here which is which is a classic and and it's still very relevant today man wouldn't it be great to get Neil on the podcast someday soon uh, but uh, yeah we got to get that seat there's your next job is to uh, connect with Neil Larry and see if we can get Neil in to, to weigh in on selling from the heart but you know, we went, we evolved, you know, from this Neanderthal hand out a brochure back in the, the, you know, the 1950s selling model to really realizing that that we've got to find a business problem and we've got to bring, you know, and show the implications and, and bring real solutions to the table. And so that same sales rep that is, you know, thinking they're changing the world by putting a, the virtual brochure out there online um, could actually be tweaking their strategy a little bit and actually 
talking about business problems that the technology that they sell solves, giving some real world examples, um, you know, driving some authentic conversation, still selling the same thing, but instead of doing it from a product centric uh, mindset like we did in the 80s, doing it more from a business problem um, solution centric mindset, that type of message can drive conversation whereas the the product message just drives people digitally slamming the phone down which is right, unfollow right. right right so so let's so let's peel that one back for for a second what i urge sales reps who are listening and for that fact whoever you know the people who are listening on it it may not be sales related too it could just be you know in a, in a, in a different field is you have to think you, you your mindset now has to become one of somebody you want to market to right right so that you know let's look at let's look at all the different people that a sales rep can come in contact with in any given day mm-hmm. when they're out there prospecting which means you know what now a sales rep's going to have to spend some time to crawl into the mindset of those people which means they're going to have to do some research right and, and that research is you know you know you may want to, you're probably going to throw your marketing hat on here in a second just because I know you. But, you know, we start talking about you guys got to understand the personas of the people that you're going to market to. What issues, what challenges, what vocabulary, what phraseology do these people use? Right. Because that's what they understand. So if a sales rep wants to kickstart a really great conversation with somebody, start using their language, start finding out what issues, challenges, initiatives. What are C-level people? What are IT people? What are facilities people? What are office managers? Whoever you're calling on to, what are they concerned with and what do they talk about? And get them talking about that. I, I mean, I, 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 but that's that's too hard, I guess, right? It's it's actually easy. So um, I, I, one of my favorite things I got, I, I'm like Larry, I'm a recovering copier sales rep and um, you know it's good, I'm down to therapy twice a week. But I got bored with that in the late 90s and started selling uh, document solutions and then got in the software business and now manage services and all of that. So I've, I've been on this evolution, but when we started, and so in the early 2000s, I got to train um, solution salespeople all across uh, the country. It was a blast. It's actually how I met Larry. Uh, and when it came to, you know, kind of this quote unquote solutions, which, you know, was, was back then code word for software, um, most sales reps were overwhelmed because they were like, this is too complicated. And I said, no, it's actually, you need to flip this on its head. Um, the key to selling solutions is to understand your client's business problems. And this is back when the empty shirt uh, quote came out. I said, you're in an empty shirt in the solutions business until you understand your client's business problems. Um, you're an empty shirt, or as we like to say now, an empty, empty suit, suit on social media until you bring some substance to the table. And so what I said was, it's actually really easy. What you need to do is in a sales appointment or with your current clients, ask one of two questions or both and sit down with a yellow legal pad and listen to the answers. Question number one, what challenges are you facing in your business today? Question number two, or optional question number two from a more positive standpoint is, you know, as you look forward into the next 18 months, what are your biggest goals for your business? And as you listen to your prospects and ask those questions and they tell you their challenges, this is the clue Uh, not only for how to sell to them, but this is the clue for how to uh, drive conversation on LinkedIn. So, you know, it doesn't really matter who you sell to. 
go out and start asking the question, what challenges are you facing in your business today? Start having those conversations face to face, but then bring that to your LinkedIn profile. Bring that to Twitter. Well, okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take this one step farther because there may be some listeners on here that may not have current clients, right? They might just be starting out in their sales career or they might be starting out in, in a sales territory with no clients to feed off of. The same things can apply, right? Big time. Instead of sitting down with their current clients, what they can do is do a little bit of research and say what are, <laughs> right? What are the top initiatives? What are the challenges that these people are having? Yes. Right? Then they can formulate the questions and then when they're opening up conversations through coaching, yes. They can say, "Hey, in working with people in similar position to you, this is what I've uncovered." Bingo. Are any of these similar to what you are facing? Okay, so let me put my marketing hat on now. So it is I just thought that wasn't that pretty good. You got to give me props. I'll, I'll give you props, Larry. Here in the in the in the this whole solutions journey, we we learned that you know you're an empty shirt in the solutions business until you solve your clients' business problems. Um, so what we began to do is we began to say, well, what are the clients' business problems? And so we had this big initiative where we would go out and we would do vertical market research. And uh, what I learned about most vertical market research is it was done by product companies. And they would start with the product and they try to find a way to shoehorn the product into a law firm or a medical clinic or whatever. And 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 it was none of it was relevant. It was all because it started with a product. Dude, dude, it's still happening today. Yeah, it still does. So we decided we were going to take a totally new twist on vertical market research and we were going to start with a business problem. And so I remember doing this research. It was actually really easy. I looked for friends. We did all this vertical market research. Um, one of the verticals we were looking at was the mortgage business. So at the time, I was buying a home. So I called up my guy uh, that was the regional manager. It was Wells Fargo back then uh, that I was working with on my mortgage. I called up the guy. I remember it like it was yesterday. He was a great guy. And I said, can I take you to lunch? What I'd like to do is I'd like to learn about the mortgage business and what challenges you're facing. So I went to lunch with a guy. I brought a legal pad. Um, which is the you know the key to solution selling is an open mind and a blank legal pad, and I just started asking what challenges you're facing in the mortgage business and tell me what happens from the time I make made my application until my house gets funded. By the time I left that lunch an hour later, I had like eight pages of notes filled up on my legal pad, and I had a complete uh, I had a very deep understanding of the business problems. And so here, here's what was funny, Larry, is as I was doing this research, at the end of every one of these conversations, I'd say, thank you so much for you know sharing time with me today. And on almost every one of them, I'd be walking out of the room and they'd be going, well, wait, aren't you going to help me with this? <laughs> you know, now that you uncover all these problems, aren't you going to help me? I'm like, uh, sorry, I'm just here to do research. But I, it, it was funny because in the process, I generated all these sales leads. I ended up handing them off to some of some of my friends and local partners. But what 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 we need to do if we want to drive conversation, we need to flip this thing on its head. Stop thinking about the product you sell and start thinking about the prospect and their business problems. And then start putting content out there related to solving those business problems. And it goes, I couldn't agree more, but you know, and just living the day in the life of a sales rep and you know, for so long, the, the challenge lies with, it gets back to, you know, we talk about block and tackle, we talk to practicing and so forth. 
I stayed true to who I was and, and quite frankly, I didn't care if I pissed off a sales manager because I knew the end result would be is if we're opening up more conversation, and I just love talking to people and you've known me for a long time, Daryl. Right. My big thing is I truly just, I love the art and engaging in a conversation and I truly get excited when I meet somebody I don't know before mm-hmm. that I've never met. Yeah, you do. And and I just love just it, it goes back to an old business coach of mine just taught me you know you just just talk to people just like you were they're your friends I don't care if you just met them or not and I've carried that through to this day but I think if sales reps can learn how to effectively open up more conversations and build more relationships the issue that I see happening and in, in, you know I'm, I'm going to throw a challenge out to everybody and I'll throw one out to you as well is this think like a manager and I think the reason why none of this happens. It goes back to funnel building because, you know, just think about it. I'm a sales rep. What do you think is going to happen, Daryl, if I'm a sales rep and I walk into a manager's office at the end of a week? Yeah. And they blast me, right? They start interrogating me for what I did during the week. <laughs> right. They go, well, how many net new appointments did you have? And I said, one. Well, how many current client appointments did you have? And I say, five. But guess what? I had 20 great conversations. They're going to go, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right? Right. And those 20 great conversations were helping me build a relationship funnel, which is going to help me strengthen my sales funnel. This is the big disconnect. Oh, my God. This is a, We're going to podcast about this one. But you know, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the unfortunate thing that I see happening because those are 20 great conversations with people that can either influence yeah. or say yes in a buying decision. But you're you're downgrading the thing that it wasn't a face to face meeting or I couldn't sell them something right away or I wasn't pushing something into a sales cycle. I was just not right now. Well, so all of that's really good. And, and as we uh, move into the next episode, what I want to do, uh, we're going to get a, we're going to keep diving down. I want to get extremely practical next time. We're going to kind of bring a, even almost a real world case study in uh, like, how would I drive a conversation with buyer ABC. So we'll, we'll actually invent a, uh, a fictional buyer and we'll we'll talk about how we could drive conversation with that type of, of person, uh, both online and in person. So we'll, we're having a good time. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, everybody, we're, we're so excited uh, about the community that's growing around this of sales reps that are committed to being an elite core of the industry, uh, the, the world's best top performing, uh, value adding, genuine, authentic, next generation sales reps. So um, thank you for joining us today. Please share this with your friends and peers. Give us a shout out on social. Um, Our website is uh, sellingfromtheheart.net. And uh, we're so thankful that you've joined us. You'll find all the old episodes there. Of course, you can also uh, look us up on uh, on, uh, Apple Podcasts and Google as well, Google Play. Um, so as we as we leave this week, I want to challenge you to go to um, either a current customer or a prospect today and throw that question out there. What challenges are you facing in your business? And listen, and then use that to advise some of the content that you begin sharing this week on your LinkedIn and social media channels. So it's been a great time. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, go out there, tear it up, and most of all, sell from the heart.